This is Vanessa. And this is Vanessa. And this is shit on, the, shit table. on the table. <laughs> okay, so let's do this again. Yeah. So one of us is super hungover and the other one is completely wasted. Yeah. It's podcasting day. It's my day to drink. But she has been on the couch for hours watching a bunch of television because she pre-gamed last night hardcore. Yeah, I had a little shindig at my house that Vanessa didn't attend. And I was up until 2 in the morning throwing up in my shower. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like shit. I've literally been laying on the couch and sitting up is making me feel like I want to vomit. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll we'll get through this, I swear. We will. We will. Bear with me. Bear with me. It's too bright in here. It is not that bright in here. It is midday. It is It is 6.17 p.m. It is about to go down. So bright. Okay, anyway. How was your week? (laughs) Um, My week was super eventful, but I can't talk about it. Yeah. So, but we could talk about our Carson trip. So, yeah, we took a Carson trip to get some impromptu sharpening, sharpening which was really fun. Battleborn is the company name. Oh, yeah. John's uh, company is Battleborn Sharpening. And uh, Vanessa was like, hey, do you want to go to, like, Carson's? You actually said, I said Reno. Reno. You're like, do you want to go to Reno this weekend? Um, I'm like, yeah, sure. And Chris is like, why the fuck are you going to Reno? <laughs> and I'm like, I think she just doesn't want to travel alone. No, it's seven hours. Yeah. So I figured you didn't want to travel alone. And any excuse for me to leave Vegas, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it, me. <laughs> so we usually okay so we have gone on trips before like 24-hour trips 24-hour trips we've gone on weekend trips couple day trips and we always come prepared like we always come prepared like overly prepared yeah this impromptu trip it was so tragic we didn't bring any fucking snacks <laughs> no vanessa has a porter potty and she regrets Every single time not bringing it. Yeah. So we didn't have a potty. We didn't have any snacks. I think we did bring water. That was one thing we did bring. We did bring water. We did bring water. But that was it. Yeah. So for, we had to constantly keep stopping because we were hungry or like we had to take a pee break. Like we were literally, because through car, to Carson from Vegas, it's not, there's not a lot of stuff. So literally we're just pissing on this thing. (laughs) It's like hills have eyes um, yes. for a good stretch of land. Yeah. So, like, you don't want to go into, like, a like a gas station. No. I mean, we did stop at a gas station, but it's, but like... But in, like, touristy towns. We yeah, we're did. like, oh, does this one... And so... But, like, the sketch towns, we were like, nah. Although in the sketch town, we went to a... A cemetery. We got distracted a couple times yeah. on the way there and on the way back. Yeah, the cemetery was pretty cool. A lot of people died in 1809. It was 1908. Oh, 1908. Yeah, and Dyslexia. just like that, <laughs> in that period, like it just in that cemetery, we just like 1909, 19 or 1908, 1908, 1908. And we're like, what, what happened in Beatty, Nevada at that time? It, so it wasn't Beatty. No, 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 but we had, like, gone through Beatty, right? No, Beatty was... Because I remember when we were driving back, 
we drove through Beatty and then we got to the um, cemetery. The cemetery. Because I remember saying in my head, oh, we told Stacia wrong. But then I don't remember what I little town we were in. Yeah, it was a super sketchy town. Super, super sketch. But it was kind of cool seeing, like, you forget, like, we live in the Wild West. And, like, once you leave Las Vegas, it literally looks like the, the Wild West. The Wild West with an occasional clown motel. Ugh, never. <laughs> and so, like, so many Trump flags. <laughs> and so much white. Like, so much. <laughs> we were literally counting all the people of color, like, I think it was like a safety thing. Like, yeah, we're like this is just scary. <laughs> like, where's the Mexican restaurant? Oh my god! And we found like a couple, but like we were like searching for them because we were like we wanted some ethnic food, and it wasn't there. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as accessible as it usually is. Mm. And then I, they didn't have very many grocery stores, so it's not like we could actually, no. like, make our own. There, and I know my diet would have not been accessible whatsoever. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty different driving to Carson or driving to this area that we were going to outside of Carson. But once we got into that area, it was fucking beautiful. Gorge. The air was so fucking clear. And, yeah. like, you could breathe. Yeah. It was insane. And, like, th- th- I've just never seen something so crystal and pristine in a very long time. Yeah. So then we, after a cemetery stop, a food stop, a couple pee stops, a smoke break... Um, we finally made it there and we drive straight to the guy's house who does, um, the sharpening, John Mm -hmm. at Battleborn Sharpening and he sharpened our shit. Yeah. And his girlfriend is a groomer. So we like chit chatted with her and like, they were just like really good company. They, it, it was just like so cool they just, fucking quails <laughs> <laughs> they do have quails. i mean she has like two cute dogs and like a cat but then she was like i have quails i don't even know how the conversation started because you couldn't hear the quails Mm-mm, they're but, so quiet and then somebody started talking about quails and then you were like beating around the bush for like over an hour about wanting to see them no i was like super blunt about it and they were beating around the bush <laughs> like they didn't want me to see their quail and I was like, well, can I see your quail? <laughs> like, I really, like, really, I'm not fucking kidding me. Like, not kidding right now. Like, let's... So Vanessa got to see her quail and then talk for, like, at least a half hour in a hot garage. It wasn't even that hot. It was hot for me. I was... Oh, they also provided us with booze, which was really cool of them. Yeah. But Vanessa couldn't drink a lot. Because I was driving. She was driving. So I had two drinks. She got buzzed. I got buzzed. And then, um, but, like, we just had really long conversations with um, John and his girlfriend and playing with the quail and the dogs. Yeah. But their cat was legit. Like, their cat was so cute. So cute, but, like, a little deviant. Like, you were, it's one of those cats where you're, like, touching it and then you just, like, kind of slightly graze the wrong spot and then it's just, like, like, I'm going to attack you. But then he's, like, nice two seconds later. Yeah. He was definitely a kitten. 
He wouldn't bite me, but he was biting you. He was just, like, attaching himself to me. So <laughs> I was just sitting there, and he wanted me in my lap, and instead of jumping up like a normal cat would into your lap, it literally hooked its claws into my thigh and was like, I'm going to drag myself onto you. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? But it was so cute. Yeah. Maybe a cute little kitty. So then after that, we drop off the stuff. He legit like immediately started working on it. I felt so bad because I gave him what, like 12 shears, 15 blades. And then I had what? Five or six years. Yeah. And so he was up until like the wee hours of the morning just working on all of our stuff. Yeah. I felt super bad. But um, but then, so we get to our our hotel. Oh, God. So I went with the casino because familiar with casinos and it wasn't too far from his house and it was super affordable. Right? So we get in. We park on the wrong side. We got to, like, walk down these stupid fucking stairs. And then we get down to the customer check-in area. And they're like, okay, so you're actually not in the casino. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, so you're in the, the motor lodge. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that wasn't on the website. So you have to, like, get out of the casino and you have to drive. And it's not, like, too far away, but it's super inconvenient. Yeah, because there's, I guess the casino has its own hotel, and then there is an RV camp, Mm -hmm. and then past the RV camp is a motel motor lodge. Yes. Whatever they call it. It's a fucking motel. So then we were like, well, let's just see if we can try and get in the casino, and it's like over $100 for the night, and I'm like, where the fuck do they get off? Like, (laughs) you guys are a small casino in fucking Carson City. Like, right now, hotels in Las Vegas aren't even that expensive. You can get a penthouse, like, a lower-level penthouse at the wind for $120 right now. So, it's like, where the fuck, like, are you getting off? Like, this is insane. So, then we're like, oh, fuck that. So, then we drive down to the motel. And here's the thing. I stay, me and my husband, when we travel stay at one star hotels our money goes elsewhere we don't really care about where we stay at the hotels or motels but we know ahead of time what we're getting into like we know you know that you're gonna be in the hood you you, know you know you're you're gonna be like sleeping maybe with one eye open or taking shifts yeah or we know there might be a tweaker next door like it's fine so i was a little upset that because I was thinking, oh, you know, we're gonna at least be staying in a decent room. You were so mad. I was so fucking pissed. So we drive down, and I'm like, this is a fucking motel. Like, it looks a little sketch. Like, not only did we get, not only were we deceived by yeah, for sure false marketing, mm-hmm. um, we get a room. So let's say a motel has, it's like a square. Or whatever, and then you have the front of the motel and the back of the motel. But you know the back of the motel is like kind of sketchy. It's always the worst. It's always the worst. So we get the last room in the back of the motel. (laughs) (laughs) In the dark, in the corner, in the alley. Yes, and it's just like beer bottles everywhere. And I'm like, I would not be surprised. The stairwells are like so far from it too. It was so bad. So we get into the room and they tried so hard to make it look nice. It wasn't too bad. I slept okay. I didn't sleep well at all. Is it because of the ants? The ants were there. Um, I didn't like that the door, the door, it just, I don't know. 
You don't like when there's doors adjacent. Yeah. Like doors connecting mm-hmm. into other rooms. So I literally slept with all of my shit on my bed. <laughs> I slept with my firearm and was just, I couldn't even sleep. And Vanessa wakes up in the middle like, can you turn the TV down? And then I'm like. She hasn't blasted. It wasn't. It's a cheap motel. So the, the TV's not good. It's an LG, but like the cheapest fucking LG you could ever buy. And it's super tiny too. Tiny 26 inch TV. And the volume is literally up and down, up and down. And so like, it's actually really low. But then this fucking commercial just starts blaring. And I'm like, <laughs> she's literally snoring, so she's probably not even going to hear it. And I didn't then, sleep the past, like, night before. I didn't sleep the night before, and I didn't sleep the night before that. And so, like, the moment my head hit the pillow, I had out. to listen to politics <laughs> to go to sleep because it bores it me. literally took you two seconds. And then I passed out. Yes, because I looked over because I was like, I think I was going to say something. And she's literally about to swallow her phone because her mouth is like open. Her hand is like awkwardly by her face, like holding the phone. And the phone is like protruding out. And it looks like she's about to eat it. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Okay. I was like, like when I feel like I'm like in an awkward position, I'll turn my phone on. Like some people turn the TV on. I'll turn my phone on and put YouTube on. Mm-hmm. And then I'll let like a political show just like run through because they're just like constantly talking about boring shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not boring, but like enough to like get me to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So And I fall asleep to crime. I was literally watching Law and Order SPU unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that put me to sleep. Yeah. It's so bad. Because, like, they show, like, the actual victims and shit. But, yeah. So, I was, like, in and out of sleep. I just... Oh, before sleeping, we were trying to figure out what to eat. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had food. And... What was that place called? Um, cooked. Cooked, yeah. It was called Cooked. And it was actually really good. Minus the flowers attacking us but yeah we it was right across the street and we decided literally right across the street we decided to eat outside and Vanessa's like oh I want wine or we both wanted wine we both wanted to start drinking it was our nighttime Mm -hmm. we're together that's what we do so then we get the menu and we were just like okay we'll get a house wine right Mm -hmm. it's like a proverb wine $24 for for a bottle bottle. yeah the prices are kind of expensive for where we were at it was kind of Vegas pricing I was a little disappointed oh yeah I was pissed I was like (laughs) where the fuck does Carson City get off (laughs) but it was like grass-fed beef and like vegetables and salads it was pretty good like it was actually really good it was really good but Vanessa got we decided on not Pinot Grigio. Yeah, we yeah. decided on Pinot Grigio. I for some reason thought it was a red wine. She thought it was a red wine, and I'm fine with white wine, but she's like, I don't like white wine. We killed off the whole bottle. We did. I'll drink it. And we were so fucking wasted. I was fine, but then I was like, okay, I'm fine, but let's get a more, like, another bottle. Let's get a bottle of red. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't even handle, like, one cup of the red. No, I as soon as my head hit the pillow, I got spinnies. She also ate, like, two packages of the Reese's. Candy. So I got sick. Because I don't eat candy. No. And so it just, like, the sugar, all the sugar, I literally was just laying there, and I'm like, I'm going to vomit. 
I'm like, why did you get two? Because I want I'm like a child. <laughs> I want I think I can still do things and then I do it and I can't. It's that healthy lifestyle. You know, when I was younger, my aunt, she was um super healthy. Yeah. Like ate so fucking clean. Mm-hmm. And we had in and out one time and she was like, I don't usually eat this kind of stuff, blah blah blah. And she was like, oh my God, I'm about to shit myself. <laughs> and like, I couldn't understand why I, as a child being like, you just had like a burger. Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like totally judging her. I understand where she comes from now. Yeah. And the next day you were hung over yeah. like, and I just didn't understand. Cause I can't handle that shit anymore. She's like, I can't handle white wine and I can't handle sugar. And I like, I get that, but I'm like, well, then why did you do it? Because I like it. It's so good. <sighs> I love it, but it doesn't like me anymore. Like, I've just gone so clean the last year and a half. Yeah, I know. That it's like, fucks me up, man. So then with Vanessa's hungover ass, we check out of our hotel, we get in the car, and we go pick up our shit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, what is that smell in my car? Oh, yeah, I left my salad in there. She had, like, an empty salad bin container full of, like dressing and I was like it's probably the salad that you've left <laughs> sitting in the heat yeah I made a salad with um my own DIY Caesar salad dressing minus the anchovies and oh so good it's vegan but I had chicken because I'm not a vegan <laughs> but it was so good it was so good and poor Vanessa's like this was on the way to Carson she's Starving because I keep telling her, you know, stop. Like, tell me when you want to stop to eat because I have a salad and like I'm starting to get like super famished. So I'm eating like this delicious salad, like this chicken salad with spinach and like this yummy dressing. And Vanessa's just like, I'm so hungry. I brought like a snack. No, she brought an apple. Yeah. And you ate some of it. I did eat some of it. (laughs) You ate like half of it. It was a good apple was a good apple and i'm like okay we're stopping there's a subway right here and we're stopping like you have to eat food yeah so that was on the way to there and then on the way back we were like we still didn't even get snacks we didn't stop at a grocery store we didn't do anything well because there was like no grocery store there i mean there was but we'd have to like find it so we got breakfast at the casino it was all right yeah it was just like it was casino breakfast like ihop yeah overpriced ihop yeah well, actually, it wasn't. It's cheaper than IHOP. It was only $19 for both of us. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. So then we go get our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. He educated us. He did. It ended up offending you at the same time. Yeah, he told me he had a big-ass thumb. <laughs> I was like, whatever. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was like constantly telling us like about our shears and gave us a little bit of inside information yeah. on... And if you're listening to this, John, I don't remember anything you said. I remember everything, <laughs> and I regret all my purchases now in life when it comes to shears. Except for my monks. Yeah, he said sensies are basically human shears. Yeah, for hair. They're not what they used to be, if anything. They're different. And Yeah, so I probably won't be buying that anymore. He did compliment my stuff, though. He said my stuff was in pristine condition. You're very good with your stuff. Yeah. 
my shit gets thrown everywhere. Yes, dude. But my thumb gets caught, and like, it's so just, does mine. <laughs> I can't catch my shears midair like you do. You need to um, buy like a rubber band and like tie your shears to it. Okay, so first they... of all, the last time I dropped my <laughs> shears was like a couple weeks ago. And it was because I was taking my stuff off of my area and I had to go to the apprentice table and I was trying to show her something. And then when I was showing her something, it fell out of my hand because I was trying to help her like contain the dog. So I was just doing too much at once. And then the time before that- As opposed to? And then the time before that, it's always when I'm helping somebody. And the time before that, I was helping um, my old coworker do a Dutch cut on a fucking standard poodle and of course i didn't have my little harness because we couldn't because this was a corporate job and so i'm carrying my stuff and my thinners or no it was my um 10 inch tennis shears and i'm trying to go inside the legs and for some reason i was like oh fuck we're done and then i did like a celebratory movement and then it fell out of my hand oh my God. then the time before that was a chow a ninja kicked my sh- uh chunkers out of my hand Oh no, those were my clippers. <laughs> so it's either me helping someone. Maybe you shouldn't help people anymore. I notice. You should be like, fuck off. Right? <laughs> Learn on your own. Right? That's what Google's for. <laughs> but so then on our way back from Carson, we found a river. Like, yeah. literally right on the side of the highway. And it wasn't, like, where we came in. It wasn't, like, the... No, we went a different route. We went a completely different route. And you were, like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And so then she stops, like, mm-hmm. abruptly behind this truck. Yeah. Scared the truck. The truck runs off. And then came we find this, like, pristine, beautiful river. Until I peed there. <laughs> I have photographic evidence of that. I'm just getting, um... <clears throat> permission to yeah <laughs> which is not the first picture of me peeing out in the world yeah she was like man i really gotta pee and then we found this beautiful river and we're playing in it for like two seconds and she's like pops pops the squat yeah Just that pee. wasn't the first time peeing on the side of the road no that was the first time and then we both peed that wasn't the first time oh yeah it was the first time that day but it wasn't the last time that's what i meant to say oh yeah yeah drunk sorry and then you need to find a friend that you can literally share the same piss puddle you covered it like a cat I you're did. like i gotta cover it i did i want i didn't want to like splash back on me i mean you pissed a fucking river i had to pee a lot oh, yeah. i that was like real pee and then you were just like this tiny little puddle i'm like why did we stop because i had to pee i mean i had to pee but like jesus that wasn't that much pee no in comparison <clears throat> but and she was like oh my hand hurts so then i drove the rest of that way home which was so scary it was not scary that was fucking smooth by the way once i got a hold of it you oh were just God. on your phone the whole time so when you're driving these long ass trips you have to pass cars by going into the other lane and then you speed by and you go okay anybody who's driven long trips knows that vanessa gets behind the wheel and she's like i haven't driven a long trip in like 10 years yeah it's been a long time so the passing lane has never been it hasn't been in my adult life my forte only because it's like my husband drives 
everywhere yeah. whenever we go on long hauls and then you've been driving everywhere so i'm yeah. like okay no problem but you were in so much pain you're like can you just drive and i'm like yeah no problem so i got the hang of it and first of all when vanessa was driving when we were in the passing lane there was at least two close calls and a mini tornado <laughs> oh my god that <laughs> mini tornado we're, oh that was so scary <laughs> we were screaming so loud you were. and she's like what do i do do i pull over do i drive through it and i'm like you just i mean we have to drive through it we're driving right it's now it's literally coming like at <laughs> us and it's like a big dust tornado which usually they're kind of <clears throat> tiny but this thing was fucking huge it like pushed the car like a big ass suv yeah. at least over a couple inches and i'm like you just gotta push into it and, and i'm like <laughs> i'm freaking out we're screaming and vanessa's ears get so red like she when she's a, <clears throat> she's tan so she doesn't get red in the face but her ears get like so red when she gets scared like the adrenaline just goes right to her ears and so like i'm only looking at her ears because she's facing the <laughs> road and she, every time she has like every time we had a close call with like a semi or like a car <laughs> you just see her ears flare up and she's just like, <gasps> like there was a couple where like my legs were legit jello <laughs> like it, clearly the semi was so far away we were fine but it didn't feel that way <laughs> And it, it was terrifying. And then one, like, was it a Volkswagen? That one car that we were like, oh, my God, it's going to die. Oh, yeah. He was, like, 10, I swear, like, 10 feet away. Yeah. From the semi. Like, he was really trying to, like, pass up everybody. And I'm like, fuck, he's going to die. He's going to die. die. We're going to witness a head-on collision with a semi and a Volkswagen. And we have to, like, avoid it somehow. It was terrifying. But when Vanessa was pat trying to pass, she'd pass... And she'd go into the second lane with, like, a car's length in front of the other car. Yeah. And so I'm like, bro. Safe? No. I'm sorry. Like, no, safe. you have to, like, get super close to the back of the truck or car and then get in the other lane so that you have less to pass. But I was good. There was, was, n- there was, a, co- there was a couple times when? where I was like, oh, my God, there's a semi <laughs> coming. We had plenty of time. It was so scary. <laughs> the trip was fun though yeah the trip was so fun and then we finally got home and oh my god I feel so sick <laughs> um and yeah it was a good fucking trip did you try out your shears I did I did they worked really well that's good they worked when I needed them most yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cool things are coming, guys. Um, but you were working this past week. Anything interesting? No, I just turned away an aggressive dog, which I don't usually do. But this one, I just wasn't feeling it that day. Yeah. I didn't even want to handle it. She's a nine-year-old dog. A little nine-year-old dog. Mm-hmm. And she said that she was okay for grooming. And then COVID happened. And then now she's, like, super aggressive. Like, nobody can touch her. Nobody can pick her up. And I had just dealt with, a, like, a senior aggressive dog with bike gloves. Like, I was literally grooming with bike gloves. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, going from, like, grooming with bike gloves on to just looking at that dog, I just wasn't feeling her. Yeah. And so I told her to go to the vet. Yeah. That's how I feel about all aggressive dogs. I know. 
I'm just over it. So that's really it. Other than that, it was pretty easy. I had good dogs pretty much all week. So, so um, we wanted to talk about groomer burnout. Um, I know because I had been feeling it not too long ago where I was just like itching to fucking, I needed a break from grooming. Yeah. I'm like, I need to go on a vacation because COVID kind of fucked everything up. And like me and Harvey or you and I would have gone on like several trips by now and I'm just like it's fucking like babe we need to go somewhere we need to go somewhere and then all this trip stuff happened so I'm kind of like okay for now but I need to go on like a real vacation yeah and usually with groomer burnout it's because you are just overworking yourself and not giving yourself a break and you have to give yourself a break I think people forget how hard this job is physically on your body, body and mentally too, because it takes a lot of um, it takes a lot of energy to be as patient as we are most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if I have a really short day of just a couple dogs, I'll go home and I'll still be just as exhausted yeah. as if I had nine or ten dogs, yeah. and that is only because of that day and those dogs and just what I had to go through, Mm -hmm. you know? So I have been pretty lucky to avoid complete groomer burnout, mostly because I have been pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. But like, there's a time where I talk to groomers and they're like, I don't know if this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, or I'm going to go look into going back to school or finding another career and they step away i mean life happens and they may come back but Mm -hmm. groomer burnout is usually the catalyst to which they are pushed into a different direction and it may be a better direction for them it may not be for like grooming may not be for them but i mean if if companies really respected their groomers and if groomers actually took the time to just take a break, yeah, the grooming may have been something for them. They just, you know, I think there just needs to be like a little bit of attention to that. Yeah. Like you have to take, if, if you're feeling the need that you have to work so hard, that probably means that your prices aren't there. And you need to have a severe increase so yeah. that you're not having to work as hard. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not have to groom 10-plus dogs or 6-plus yeah. dogs. Like, you don't have to. But if you're having to because your business needs to survive that way, then something has to change. Yeah. And you're going to just run yourself into a ditch. Mm-hmm. And you do not have to. You don't have to do big dogs. You don't have to do the bad dogs. And you don't have to do a shit ton of dogs. Yeah. You know, I was just talking to a new groomer friend of mine and he had expressed that he was tired and he was doing over 10 dogs a day. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. And he, you know, we kind of got into what's going on behind the scenes of his business. And I'm just like, that's it. Like you're paying your groomers 50%. Yeah. Like bro yeah come on and i mean there is also this local groomer who basically put a red flag on um a mobile grooming company out here in vegas Mm -hmm. 
And she was under, like, he that company is under attack right now. Yeah, and 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 so many people started trading in that mm-hmm. used to work for this company. No AC in the summers. Yeah, or like you can't use it when you're using other things. Mm-hmm. Either it's not working, or you can't use the blow dryer with the AC. Sometimes the generators are not working. Yeah. And I guess they're like, oh, yeah, we were just totally sold by the $1,100 to $1,600 a week. But the caveat is that they're doing um, 10 to 12 dogs a day, and they're Mm -hmm. doing 10 to 12 hours a day on the road. Mobile. Mobile, and they're 1099. So it's not like they're getting overtime for anything. They're 1099. Mm -hmm. And he won't tell them if... They get an appointment booked at 8 p.m. at night. Yeah. He just tells them, like, oh, you got to go here. You got to go there. You got to go do this. And so he just uses and abuses um, his groomers so poorly. And then there's huge turnaround. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is why a lot of those groomers are just, like, you know, they're done. They're so done. I had the pleasure of talking to one of those girls. She's going to be doing a ride-along with me because she wants to see kind of how I do it, how I run. I love your ride-alongs. They're so much fun. (laughs) I keep them fun. And I told her, I didn't put two and two together. I told her that she could, you know, bathe a couple dogs so she can get a feel of mobile. And then it, but I was so busy in my head about all the shit that was going on with my week. Yeah. That literally it clicked. I'm like, oh, this bitch is mobile already. Like, what's that? Like, what's wrong with me? But she still wants to do a ride-along because she wants to see how I run my business. And I run my business with my my needs in mind. And I would do that. I would do the same thing if I had employees. Yeah. I'm not going to have my employees do more dogs than I groom in a day. I would most likely keep it small dogs still. But if they had big dogs that were requests, they can keep that. But doing big dogs just runs your body down. Yeah. And... You know, you need to have your prices to where you can actually afford to have an employee. You need to have your prices where you can afford to make a profit. You know, we've had this conversation about my business. I was very candid about how my business was suffering and how I felt that I needed to fucking work so hard just to make some little profit. And we figured out that my prices were shit. Yeah. You know, so what did I do? I fucking fixed it, and now we are doing so much better. I wasn't able to fix it with my current clients yet because as soon as I was about to send out my letters, COVID hit. Yeah. And a lot of my clientele's work in the casinos, so uh, a majority of my people got laid off. So it's just not the right time. It, It wasn't. I mean... To me, I didn't think it was appropriate. I have seen other groomers still sending out letters on heightening their prices, but more for my moral compass, yeah, I couldn't do it, but I understand other groomers' reasonings and respect yeah. their decisions, and I wish I had that moral compass, but I just don't. So, But even still with the new clientele that I'm bringing in, my business has turned around and I am making more money so literally living proof that what needed to fix my business was my prices then you really need to redo a business plan you need to take a look at what's draining your business and you won't have to do so many fucking dogs and And you can have two air conditioners and you can have two air conditioners and my air conditioner was paid for it with cash like 
the fact that I didn't have to charge it was amazing. Yeah. You know, so that, like, you can do those things. You have to figure out what your self-worth is. You know, you're worth that raise. We are worth the extra money that we need. Yeah. You know, people think, oh, I can't get away with charging that. And it's like, no, you fucking can. Salons, you can charge it too. You think because, oh, they're bringing it to me, you know, the dog to me. And? Yeah. Are you still providing a superior, you know, service? Then why not? Like, my clients get la la pooch. They get hydra. It is also just me and I do froth everything. So it lasts forever. But you can charge your worth and, you know, provide them with an amazing service and still turn around a profit. Do you feel that's the best way to avoid groomer burnout is being profitable? Or I think so, yeah. Because a lot of these groomers are making good money, but they just don't seem sometimes, to... Sometimes. Not all the time. No, you're right. But sometimes it feels like they can't catch a break. Yeah. Take a vacation. I mean, everything is different, but... From what I see, majority of the time, it's they're having to do 10 to 12 dogs a day. Yeah. And you do not have to do 10 to 12 dogs a day. Every day. Like, it's not necessary. Take a, you know, figure out why you have to do that. And also take your vacations. I take, I take two vacations a year, and it's a lot of times it's nowhere. But it's always during, like, our slower season. So I'll take it in, like, the spring before spring break. And then I'll take it in the fall before the winter rush. Mm-hmm. I and think you're nice that way. I take my vacations whenever the fuck I want. I know. <laughs> you're stingy. But I just do it because it's easier for me. Because, like, I can still make money any other time. And they happen to be around the same time as my husband and, and daughter's birthdays. Mm-hmm. Of course, my birthday is around Christmas, so <laughs> I don't take a vacation around my birthday. <laughs> you can. Uh, I may take like a night off, but I don't get to take like a week off. Why not? It's your business. Oh, well. It's not my business anymore. anymore. Thank you. That burns a lot. I know. I forget because it it's makes really me sad. new. <laughs> it makes me sad and it's really new. Yeah. But that's okay. Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. Oh, vacations. They're very important to avoid groomer burnout. Make sure you're getting your nails done occasionally. Self-care. Self-care is really important. I'm not, I don't even like getting my nails done. I don't like long nails. I don't like claws. I mean, I like the look of them, but I don't. Just a simple manicure. I I do getting a manicure. I do the manicure mostly for the hand massage. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I always tell them, like, can you just do a little extra, extra? I'll tip you good. Yeah. Like. Lots of I just really want the hand massage. Go get, like, a Thai massage. At those little yeah. reflexology places? Yeah, those are pretty cool. Oh, those are the best. When do you want to go? I'm ready. Yes. 
They're open now. So are they open now? Uh-huh. You just have to wear a mask. Let's go. Those things are good. Like any form of self-care, treating yourself to the, your favorite food that you don't get to eat often. Just like something that makes you feel good. Yeah. Like making sure that you are not neglected. It really helps with groomer burnout with your self-care. You know, you have a an expensive bath soak that you never get. But you're like, I had a rough week. Treat yourself. Yeah. Get away from your dogs, too. Oh, yeah. Get away from your dogs. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing with, like, getting away from your kids. Occasionally, it's it's kind of healthy. You know? Yeah. Space makes the heart grow, grow fonder. fonder. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I'm not saying, like, leave your dogs. Just take them to doggy daycare or have somebody watch them for, like, a day. Have some quiet. Dogs are not quiet. No, they're not. Especially your dogs. No. My dogs are... One's a rapist. R. <laughs> Kelly raised. Yeah. And <clears throat> one's got fucking ADD. Um, so, but... During the slow seasons, which is upon us, mm-hmm. I'm curious if it's going to be even slower because of COVID. Or maybe it'll get a rush. Or maybe it will be rushed. Or Because kids aren't going back to school. Yeah. So slow season was usually around August, September, August. Yeah, when people are starting to like get into a different swing of things. Yeah, having and their they're kids. broke because they have to send their kids to school. Mm-hmm. So usually that's our slow season so i'm curious if that will happen since i mean we're supposed to get a stimulus check again yeah yeah the last time we got stimulus check i had a pretty good rush which was nice because i didn't notice but i also don't answer my phone well there you go well a lot of okay first of all a lot of the people that you cater to make seventy five thousand dollars or more and they never got a stimulus check vanessa (laughs) so we got got a stimulus check you make under seventy five thousand dollars a year no we don't not together to get no i'm talking about individually Uh and as a household you can't make more than a hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that i don't know that weird gremlin looking dude from the treasury department was explaining was that 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 video I bailed out on huh no 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 No, like the actual treasury director of the United States like Steve Mnuchin or something anyway he looks like a psychopath (laughs) (laughs) don't they all though they really do but anyway um, in the news he was explaining like if you make under a certain amount per household blah 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 or individually Uh you will get the stimulus check so it's not for people on the upper middle class and into like the wealthier brackets it's just not because assuming that they they don't fucking need it well i mean if you're making that kind of money and then now you don't have a job you're not making that kind of money so Mm -hmm. i honestly think everybody should get it because it's twelve hundred dollars is a lot for me, but it's nothing to them. But if they're not working, I mean, maybe they can flip it. I don't know. Hmm. But I honestly, if you don't need it, don't don't take it. But <clears throat> I mean, it's not like you can't not not take it because it's given to you. Yeah. But the last time we had the stimulus check, I had a nice little increase in business. A lot of my unemployed. Um, or furloughed clients 
came in and got their dogs groomed. They all had COVID haircuts. It was magnificent. <laughs> and so now with an, another stimulus check, it may... I don't know. People are hurting so bad right now. Yeah. So, like, if we get any sort of assistance for housing, we might be able to see a little bit of that money. Yeah. You know, as far as, like, getting our services. Well, it doesn't seem like there's going to be assistance of anything. My poor old neighbor. That is going to be recorded. Don't edit that out. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Is it bad? You don't have a fan in here. Why do you do that? Why do you, there's a window right behind you. Can you open your window? No. Why? Why would you do that? It's so bad. Oh. Jesus, my butthole hurts. Um, that sounded like you shit your pants. That fucking smell like I shit my pants. <laughs> um, so I don't think there's gonna be like any help. My poor um, old neighbor, he was one of the first waves of layoffs because he was in the entertainment industry, and um, his he couldn't he can't pay his mortgage. And it sucks because here in Vegas, the entertainment industry. They were the first wave of layoffs, but they're the, the last, last people to get unemployment. unemployment. Yeah. The last people. Fucked up. Fucked up. But so he is just like stressing out because now his mortgage company is like, well, you got to pay us now. We were only giving you like three months and they'll just stick it on the back end. But he's like, I don't know what to do. So him and his husband are like freaking out. Yeah. I feel for him. And all his bills are just way behind i'm like ugh, i wish like there was something i could do so he's like selling all kinds of stuff so we're like trying to buy it yeah just to like help him out you know but it's just so shitty right now it's shitty time yeah it's either some people are doing like super well or some people are just not i mean our bills are getting paid but we're not doing good you know yeah. so like we've been lucky enough to have um we had the stop on our mortgage that was just something that happened right away um and so that's on the back end and then we just stopped our credit card and we stopped our um like any other bills that needed to be paid right off the bat we stopped them and we just asked like hey can it be on the back end or can we not get fined for it and when we paid them we paid them Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so we just saved whatever we could, whatever we were making. Yeah. And we just paid for it. Um, so our bills are fine, but that's not, who's to say, like, because Chris isn't laid off yet. He's still furloughed. <laughs> but I don't know, like, because he's probably not going to go back to work till 2021. Like, it's just not in it. He works in... He's a bartender. He works in a coliseum that does shows. Yeah. And there are no shows scheduled mm -mm. until 2021. And that's even if it starts to happen. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. But So I'm curious to see if it flips. If I want to know what your guys' opinion is. Do you think even with this COVID, um, the slow season won't be as bad? Or do you think it's going to be like 10 times worse? 
I'm so. curious. But we do have some stories. Um, we still have some stories from that wave of stuff. This is probably going to be a short episode, guys. I feel sick. Sorry. I'm feeling good. I'm, like, starting to sober up. I feel spunky and energetic. I know. I see that. And I'm All just right. like, blah. Sorry, guys. Do you want to go first? Because yours are really hard to listen to. <laughs> yeah, we'll do mine first. Okay, so it says, Hey, guys. So this week I experienced an angry customer complaint. It was an aggressive collie, and the owner wanted a neat nut, but wanted tighter than I like to do. I usually do an e-comb, and she wanted tighter than last time when the husband dropped off. He was very clear he wanted it tighter, so I did what the client asked for. Then, after 45 minutes, the mother calls to see if he's done yet. Facepalm. Facepalm. <laughs> and specifies that she wants at least two inches off all the furnishings, butt, and belly. So, I just do as I'm told and end up doing an A-comb. She wasn't very pleasant on the phone, so I was just going to do what she wanted instead of explaining to her why I wouldn't do that because who gets a beautiful collie and then wants the groomer to cut into it and expose the undercoat which is just wrong on so many levels and then due to COVID and loss of income and the big dog prices being dramatically low at the shop I work at did a price increase when I gave the lady when I gave the lady the all done call she asked for the price and damn near lost her mind at this point I knew that no matter what I would say no matter how good or bad my groom was this was gonna become a complaint to try to get money back so as I expected the next day she called to complain saying the haircut was choppy well it's a fucking collie yeah um being angry about the Furminator, which she got the time before at and at drop-off. I clearly stated the same as last time, and the husband said, yes, everything the same, just shorter this time, meaning he wanted the Furminator. Um, and aggressive dog fee, which she also charged last time, but this time she gave her dog some sedation and assumed this fee would go away, even though the sedation did not change the pet's behavior at all. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. So if you're like, give Ace, it makes it worse. Anyways, I always take complaints like this and any complaint, um, and any complaint very personally. I have my own issues with my mental health and complaints really affect me. I was wondering if you have any good tips or tricks to help me not take it so personally. Thanks for your time. I have sent in a story before about my boss wanting me to sign a 50-mile non-compete. I remember that. Oh, yeah. That was bogus. I told her to shove it, and she moved on from there to better things. LOL. I love the podcast. Always look forward to hearing about your ventures and experiences. Feel free to use my name again if you want. Amanda Safe. So, how to deal with complaints. I deal with them very well. But I don't take things seriously. Yeah. I <laughs> don't get complaints often. So when I do get complaints, it does hit me a little hard. I've cried a couple times. 
So usually after having a complaint like that, I treat myself to something that will make me feel better. And food is like a huge motivator for me. So when I do get a complaint, I'll have like tacos and ice cream. Like I usually just go all out. See, like she knew that complaint was coming because the lady was difficult. Yeah. So that's why those particular types of complaints, I don't take them to heart. And then I usually just tell them like, peace out. Yeah. And out of the blue complaints, those are a little, those hurt a little bit. Yeah. Those get to me. But if you can see this one coming, then it usually won't affect me because what I tell myself is clearly this person is a cunt. So (laughs) that's not my issue. It's her fucking issue. Yeah. And it wasn't your issue. It was completely that lady's issue. I'm going to assume and give you the benefit of the doubt that the dog was beautiful. So she probably just doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't argue with these kind of people. No. All you do is nod your head and say, okay, thank you for your time. It's probably best you find someone who can better suit your needs. Yeah, who can read and your mind and wave a magic wand. Exactly. Yeah, so move on. when it comes to those particular cu- customers, yeah, those are... I don't want you... I personally don't want you to take it to heart. You're gonna, no. you're gonna It's going to happen to you regardless, but... When it comes to those out of the blue, like negative reviews that just pop up randomly and you know who it is, but then you're like, what are they talking about? And they genuinely just hated everything you did. Mm -hmm. Those fucking suck. They hurt hurt. so bad because literally they're talking about the cut, your talent. You had complete anticipation of a beautiful groom. That's I talked about that what two weeks ago. How I did this really nice groom. Oh yeah, on that doodle. On that doodle, and the chick complained. Now they did tell me she was a particular customer afterwards, after the fact. Uh huh. And so like afterwards, it didn't hurt me as much. But like beforehand, mm. she bitched about the price. She bitched about the haircut, and she bitched about almost and the entire the entire thing. And so I fixed it, but I didn't talk to her afterwards because it hurt yeah because i did a beautiful groom i made the dog look fabulous and it wasn't something that she wanted but instead of just saying it's not something i wanted mm-hmm. she made it difficult and that hurt yeah so and my boss is really cool about it like she praised me regardless like because it wasn't a bad job no, and i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming this collie is probably beautiful and if it's a difficult dog you did the best that you could exactly She just sounds ungrateful, and if even though you saw it coming and it still affected you, just do something to treat yourself. Do something that makes you feel good, that gets your feel-good endorphins going, and just do it. Let yourself sit in those feelings. You do not have to brush those feelings off, but you can acknowledge them and tell yourself it's going to be okay we can sit in this for a while, yeah. do something that makes you feel good, but then say, the dog looked as best as I could do it, and mom is a bitch. Like, and then move forward. Yeah. And try your best with the next dog. And if this dog comes back, then tell your boss, no, I don't want to do that dog. You do not have to do any dog that you do not want to do. Yeah, especially if this dog is hurting your soul. And it's aggressive. If the dog is truly aggressive and it needs to be sedated, it needs to be done in a vet facility. 
that's I would never do a sedated dog in my trailer like it just that is my personal opinion but do something that makes you feel good and that's for anybody who gets down and out on these types of situations just do something that makes you feel good go home if you smoke smoke a blunt or if you don't have a drink if you don't and you're like me who wants like just to like eat fucking food to make you feel good then eat some food to make you feel good yeah get your take a hot bath you know brush your hair put on a mask i don't know whatever your little heart desires and that makes you feel good have sex yeah like tell make your husband tell to or wife or whomever whomever your partner your your life partner your tell, love partner tell them to complain about that your again. sex slave like <laughs> whatever you have at home make them that tell dog you, didn't look good yeah tell make them tell you you're like the most talented bitch in the world and like you're way better than every other fucking groomer i would and, do the opposite so i could beat them <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and just make yourself feel good whether you do it yourself or have someone help you do it that's fine too okay next story i hope that we answered your question <clears throat> all right i have a couple couple lovely stories that have happened to me already so the first story and not the only time it has happened to me i have had several dog fart while i was back there and they ended up not being a fart wait so your face got shit on we haven't gotten there yet. No. I have been shit on several times. Oh, my God. One time, this golden doodle was very nervous and didn't care for me being around the rear end. So when I went to lift up the tail to do a sanitary, he full-on sharded all over my arm, my <laughs> shirt, on my hair, and it was awful. That's not a shart, honey. That's a full shit. <laughs> That's like, he's he was warning you. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is that a golden retriever? Golden that, doodle. Oh, golden doodle. Okay. I was going to say, are we talking about Harvey? <laughs> what? Harvey is a golden retriever who shits. Harvey shits. Yeah, like a golden retriever. Well, Harvey's a golden retriever. Yeah, for sure. And then all the stories. What kind of dog are you again? Me? I don't know. You're an Afghan hound. No, Afghans are like... Maybe. (laughs) Okay. I've had a groom a dog with a giant cancerous lump, which doesn't sound so bad. Am I right? A lump is a lump. At drop-off, mom let me know that she was matted and is very tender around her lump. Not knowing why, I just assumed since it was so massive. Once I get the dog on the table, I go to lift up the leg and start the sanitary area, and the lump had a massive gaping hole in it. I had to demat this dog for two hours smelling rotten flesh. Thankfully, I work at a vet hospital, so they were able to clean it up a little bit, but there wasn't much they could do since the dog was severely matted and old. So the most we could do was talk to the owner about possible surgery for removal. It was by far the worst experience in my entire life. I've had to deal with dogs with gaping holes, and it's gross. <laughs> I don't send that shit home. I send them home. But I was but about she to... But wor- she works yeah. in a vet hospital, yeah, so I, I mean, a- it's like, you really have no choice. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to cut in and be like, bitch, you should have sent that dog home. But then you followed up out of a vet hospital, and it's like, vet groomers have such different 
worlds, I think, than just regular Yeah. Groomers. I mean, they have the grooming, but then they also have the other oh, grooming. grooming. And it's so different, because usually with gaping holes like that, I just send it home. Yeah. I'm not dealing with it. For sure. Especially because I've smelled death decay. Yeah. Like, I remember that butthole, the, like... The cocker spaniel, it was um, an ear. I went to shave the mat and a scab fell off. Yeah. And uh, I could still smell it. I just had a gaping hole on the butt bone. Like I took a mat off right next to the butt hole. And it it was almost like the anal gland like ruptured Mm -hmm. and caused it an abscess. But it Mm -hmm. went into like the butt. That was really gross. And it smelled really bad. Oh, I pet. Another shit story happens to be when I was blow drying a dog. They all happened that time. First time client was, uh, first time client, so I had no clue that the force dryer was going to terrify this dog. As soon as I turned the dryer on, the dog was, uh, was hunched over, so I asked for assistance since the main spots I needed to dry the dog was, uh, dry the dog was covering up. So I, get some help to hold the dog up in a comfortable position and i regret this fully because as soon as i turned the dryer back on the dog acted so normal and fine until she decided to have massive diarrhea it leaked all down her leg and some shot out shot out getting all over my equipment my water bottle my cords everything i've had so many experiences with dogs pooping on me and it has been the worst for grooming for six months yeah i've had is she like poop cursed i mean i feel like i'm poop cursed because i have the shih tzu that comes in and i have to tell are you serious okay i have the shih tzu that comes in and when i velocity dry her every every single time i velocity dry her she shits on my table that's horrible you're horrible (laughs) no your shih tzu is horrible that's so... Like, I don't really deal with shit. I just don't. I deal with shit. So since I work in a hospital, we do sedation grooms since we have the people there to properly monitor and make sure each pet is okay. Well, this doesn't have much to do with the pet or me, but more so my equipment. So I had all my stuff set up on in the back ready to go for the sedated groom. I just needed to run back and get nail clippers. Once I come back, someone had thought my clippers were theirs for surgery. They decided to use my clippers and blades to shave off stuck poop on a pet. My entire blade was drenched in feces and I had to take picks to get in between each blade before putting it in my blade sanitizer. Took about 15 minutes to do this clean. Uh, to clean this blade. That's a bitch-ass move. I would have tossed it. You know many ten blades I've, like, tossed because an ant dog shit on it or I went to shave shit? I have two. Like, I have a lot of those five-in-ones, and I look at them. If I have to do, like, a super dirty dog, I just... I'm just done. I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah, I'm, like, gone. Gone. Upcharge. I'm charging them for the... The blade. The blade, and peace out. I'm done. Yeah. No. Like, I just don't get how people are just so rude. <laughs> you could at least wipe the shit off. I didn't I didn't ask for much. Right? You could literally just take a warm washcloth and take the shit off. Or just, like, don't let your dog get that way. That's also an option. I can't say much. Nala has been walking around with, like, a poo freckle on. I haven't been letting her on my bed because of it. 
This is why I have short hair dogs. <laughs> Even oatmeal, she never had poo-poo suck on her. Okay, well, you know what? I trim up that back end, but it grows, and I don't <laughs> shave my dog. I don't groom my dog very often. She always just and brought in sticks. always just like a little poo freckle. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, no, she can't be on my bed. Um. So, all right, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, that hurt. Okay. All right. So, um, this is going to be a short episode today. We have to give Vanessa an enema. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, we need stories. We just read the re- we just read the last of them. So, please, if you are seriously listening to this podcast, like I I know there are people out there who are listening who have not sent stories. Like I just know. Please, <laughs> please send a story. Like, it could be a question. It doesn't even have to be fucking hilarious. You can send any story that you want. Sad, funny, angry. Like, you can vent to us, and we'll read it, and we'll give you our feedback, and 90% of the time, we'll be on your side. We're criers, too. So. Yeah. Ugh, like, oh, cry stories. I cry we, all the time. We haven't had one of those yet. But send us a story. I know you're sitting, either you're you're grooming, and you're like... How do they know? I'm talking about you. I am talking about you. You have not sent a story. So send us a story. Send us something, a question, something. Just fucking send it to groomerhumor at gmail.com. I'm going to say it again. Groomerhumor at gmail.com. I'm going to say it one more time because the third time's a charm. Groomerhumor at gmail.com. Send it. Like us, follow us, subscribe. We, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. We mm-hmm. also have a Facebook, Shit on the Table, Instagram, Shit on the Table, mm-hmm. and Vanessa Squared. Please, which we never post on. Which them. we never post. We'll get better, I swear. We have things coming. So Right, exactly. COVID killed us. <laughs> Many ways. Right. I don't even think it's that. Knock like, on wood. It's just... I hate posting on social media. It's been really tiresome. There's a lot going on. So just follow us, share us, tell your friends. We love you. We love you. All right. Keep this going. Okay.